0: Welcome to the Loveable as Fuck Show with Sherry Yazzie. I am a plus-size indigenous woman in a world that tells me not to love myself. I fucking do. Here's how I do it. For more on how to defuck yourself, love yourself, and my emotional resiliency magnifying, life-transforming mindset hacks and self-care tools that you need to know now in order to transform your life and be happy as fuck, go to belovableaf.com. That's B-E-L-O-V-E. A-B-L-E-A-F.com. Today we are talking about four self-care tips for (laughs) self-love. All right, let's get into it, right? Um I am so happy for each and every one of you that's listening. I just want to take a moment and acknowledge, so this right here is episode three, and I want to just say thank you to anybody who's listened, who listened to the first two and were like, fuck yeah, I love this, I'm coming to number three, or if you're just finding this along and like, I found this keyword and I wanted to find out about you, I'm happy you're here. I'm happy you're taking on looking at how to love yourself. It is such an amazing, like, for me, it's the fundamental thing of everything that I've wanted, everything that I was looking for. Um, You know, some people, I know their, their journey is like, you know, on creating wealth or creating legacy. And for me, it's always been about creating this love, finding love. And I thought that was outside there, right? I thought that was in a relationship. I thought that was from other people. I, I didn't understand that this was an inside thing. This was an only over here thing. And that this, how I felt about myself mattered. So I just want to acknowledge any of you who have been on that journey, like, good on you. And if it's been hard, if it's been frustrating, if as you've like, taken steps. You feel like you've taken four steps back. You're doing great. Like pat yourself on the back. Take a moment. Accept the acknowledgement. Feel super good that you're on the path, that you're doing things because you fucking rock and you deserve it. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this. You know, for me, I went from hating myself to loving myself. Didn't even know that was possible. I just started on the journey of I wanted to feel better. I wanted to be happy. I wanted to be there for my son. I wanted to show him a model of somebody who was living life to the fullest, who was enjoying their life, who wasn't waking up scared, who wasn't in this like half-life depressed faking stuff. Right. Um, And I I went on the journey. So I talked about that last episode. So how do I go from hating myself to loving myself? So I tried to figure this down into four. Let's let's get real here, though, you guys. I will share a whole bunch of stuff, good, juicy bits in this podcast. But if you're looking for like more deeper, I have programs. I have courses. You probably heard the commercial and it's on the outro, too, where you guys can come and really, truly dig into this through a self-guided course as well as some other options, you'll, you'll hear about them. But here's the thing. Um, I boiled this down simply to four things, like the top four things that I would do if I were on this journey, like how I went from here to here, right? And it's decide. Literally, it's such, it's a step that people are like, they skip a lot. They, they hear, oh, well, you sh- I, I should love myself, right? And so then they start doing these things, these actions, like whether it's gratitude or, um, you know, taking time for them, bathing, you know, taking baths. Because <laughs> self-love can include baths, but it doesn't have to. <laughs> um, they, they're kind of in this, uh, like, box-checking place where they're like, okay, well, I'm, I'm taking care of myself here, and I'm taking care of myself here, and okay, good, I'm working on loving myself, Great but they haven't fully decided, it's more like the the should kind of a thing, versus what do they want? Do they want to be loved? Do they want to feel that love from themselves? Do they want to be working on it? Do you want to be working on this? Do you over there want to know that you're lovable as fuck every single day? Somebody can wake you up at 3 a.m. and go, are you lovable and be like, fuck yeah, I am, (laughs) right? Like. Um, this is where you decide what it is that you want. No box checking. You're literally showing up because you want to. So let me give you an example. There are times where you're like, you're maybe in the middle of a project and your kid wants something to eat. And so you get up to feed your child because you know they need to eat, but it's not like you're doing it because you're super stoked about it. (laughs) You're just like, man, I wanted to do this project. Versus... Oh, and resenting your child while you do it versus this overarching commitment that you have to make sure your child gets fed. So if you have this commitment and you're in a project, but your child's hungry and you're like, oh, crap, it is lunchtime. All right, I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and do it. Why am I doing it? I'm not doing it because I should, because I'm supposed to, because they're making me because there are little pains in my butts there. I'm doing it because I want my child to be fed and I'm going to go ahead and enjoy it as I do it. Let's do it. Let's have lunch together with the kids, you know? Like, it's a, just a very small turning of your head, if you will, it's a very small shift in getting clear that you are the power and the, de- the person who makes the decisions in your life, that you get to decide how you want it to be. You get to decide how you wanna show up in your relationship, you get to decide how you would like to be treated in a relationship. Now, can you control what another person does? Nope. Never, sadly, and if you can, that's going to be a bad thing. <laughs> um, but you can get so clear in what's okay for you and what's not okay for you, and get really good at communicating that, that you can create what it is you're looking for. You can make these requests. And it really is amazing as you, as for me, as I have a really gotten clear on what I want, like what I'm looking for in a partner, how I want my relationship to be, how I want to feel in my relationship, make those communications and walk away. That then he figures out his side of it. I used to do all the relationship, all 100% like, of it, because I was trying to make it okay. And now I sit back because he has his own path. He's doing his own things. And if he's choosing to show up and and be in this relationship with me, then that creates something completely different with an entirely different feel, right, of me doing so much. So I got off on a little tangent there, but decide. Decide what you want. Do you want to do this? Do you want to get on this journey? And decide powerfully. Have a really powerful why, because this shit sometimes, as you uncover things, is unpleasant or hard or frustrating. Or, oh, I remember there was a moment where I really had gotten, I was lovable. And I no longer wanted to do kind of the uh, pattern that we have been doing in our relationship where I was unlovable. And, and so my husband, one of his patterns was like that he's a piece of shit. So in Together, you can imagine we had this pattern where he would hurt me, or hurt me or say something awful or mean. And then I would know that I was unlovable and he would know he was a piece of shit. And boom, we both got our needs met. And then there was a, a point where I was like, no. I don't, I am lovable, so I don't need to have that anymore. I don't need, I don't need that anymore. And it was really a hard um, transition, right? Because he still felt that he was a piece of shit. So how could he get that need met? Because I was no longer available for anything like that, any kind of um, kind of threatening to our relationship. I wasn't, I wasn't available for it anymore. So what happened? Like, how did we get through that? That shit was hard to do. It was difficult, <laughs> right? But the biggest thing that kept me going was that I had decided I had such a powerful why in showing my son what it looked like to love yourself really truly and to stand up for, like, what it is you felt was, like, the life that you wanted to create. What? How, ah, uh, I got all... So I wanted to show my son a model of an amazing relationship, a model of what it looks like to be a like a happy human being and enjoy your life, what it looks like to love yourself and know you're lovable. So decide and get that powerful why really clear. Then step two, focus. So this is number two of the self-care tips for self-love. Focus matters. What we think about, what we spend our time on, what we say out of our mouths, what we are... Um, in, putting into our brains it matters so what we're focusing on day to day are we always focusing on oh, I fucked that up and that didn't go well and this isn't right and and he's not doing it right and look at this mess and I you know like that is a whole thing and we as humans stack we stack we stack it's like you get into a fight and <laughs> about one thing and then you've like brought up things five years ago those are stacks so what I in like invite you to do is start stacking the positives. So gratitude stacking is one of my favorite things to do to shift focus at any given time. No matter what's happening in your life, you can be grateful. And and here's the thing, like I'm not using this as in in a way of bypassing your true feelings. I'm not doing that. If things are if shit is hitting the fan and things aren't okay. That's fine to stand up and say, this isn't okay and I don't like this and this I'm not, I'm not here for this anymore. This isn't working for me. This is how I want it to go. Totally fine. But if you find overall in your day, you're focusing on the bad stuff. You're complaining a lot. You are just overall, your energy is very low. You're not feeling super good and you're not feeling super good inside your own skin. Then I recommend a gratitude practice because literally anytime if you are breathing in and out, if your kids are breathing in and out, if you have access to see the sun occasionally, <laughs> if you, if you, there are so many reasons to be grateful, right? If your toes, or you can wiggle your toes, if you can wiggle your fingers, these are all reasons to be grateful. And when we start focusing on that, it kind of unlocks this this stacking of all the negatives. And starts, you can start stacking some positives to actually feel a little bit better. And when you feel a little bit better, something else can becomes available. Something else can happen in your relationship or in a conversation or with your children or at your job or your business or um, like literally anything you're committed to. So focus is huge. It's a big one. Um, and, it, Uh, So gratitude stacking is one way, and I'll talk to you a little bit more about that in just a second. The other way that I would recommend is asking. You can start asking, you know, why am I lovable? How am I lovable? You know, what, if let's say something went, didn't go that well, (laughs) like uh, you had a meeting with somebody and it didn't go well. You like, you can, instead of getting down into the spiral of, oh man, I shouldn't have said that and I shouldn't have done this and oh shit, you can go, okay what came out of that meeting that was good for me? What do I need to do from here? Like, how would I like this to go? Um. What, like, benefit could come from my life from this interaction? Because some of the most painful things that I've ever had happen to me, over time, right, I found the benefit to myself. Now, I'm not at all ever saying that shitty situations or people being, um, awful to you is an okay thing or that you need to be like best buds with those people. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> but I did learn something about myself. When I started this journey where I started sharing more and talking more and being more vulnerable, um, someone decided that I, who was close to me, that I was, um, uh, God, what was it? Manipulative, abusive, um, I don't know. And he was like, he was sharing this video cause I, I shared about, that I used to ruin vacations by getting pissed about one thing and then just sticking on it. And, um, and, because there was some, uh, we were on a cruise and and we had a miscommunication and I got super pissed. And then how I worked through it and he got so mad at me for sharing that, like, because he thought I was, like, saying that my husband wasn't, like, a good dad. It was, like, this whole big-ass thing that got blown way out of proportion. And it was really painful. And, So the when I started to work through that and understand that not everybody was going to like be okay with me, um, you know, because it was, it, was, it was painful. And I didn't enjoy the whole situation. It wasn't fun. But what I learned from it, was that I was okay speaking my truth, regardless of what other people thought. And if people, if it I literally took people out way and out of my life, that was an okay thing. Like that, um, you know, that maybe that relationship wasn't the best thing for me because it, it was apparently built upon something more fake, right? Um, if someone can't withstand a little bit of, uh, of my truth, like if they go running from it, then it's not my job to run after them, like that it's better to stand in my truth. And then the people who are like, cool with my truth, they show up. So even though it was a hard lesson, it was a lesson. So there's starting to ask those questions, like, how could this be for me? Like, how could this be for me now? And I'm not going to get into like super deep stuff, because there's obviously some really painful experiences, traumatic experiences and things that we've we have experienced and I wouldn't recommend going through that necessarily with those questions but literally I'm just saying day to day as you do things start kind of looking start shifting that focus so now let's go back to gratitude stacking alright so you think about something you're grateful for some like you know literally the Sun is shining outside think about something that you're proud of yourself for like you know that your kids were fed and I don't know Um, you uh you got to play with your child yesterday. Um, Something that you're proud of yourself for in the past, you know, maybe something that you put together, you know, um, something you did, um, something that you enjoyed, like just, and this is the thing is really get present to it. Take deep breaths and really get present how it felt to the pride that you felt. And then think about like a romantic Uh, Date like an amazing romantic date that was so much fun that you loved and enjoyed. Like, get into the feeling of that. Like, oh, wow, that feels so good, right? Get into the feeling of when your child was born and holding them and maybe the smell of their baby head, whatever it is like that gets you, that cues you, that you're like, yes, stack that on there. Maybe something your child said that, like, you feel so so proud of yourself as a parent, or you were so delighted by them. Think about that. There's this moment for me with Maseo, that's my son, um, when he was three, we, no, five. We're running outside and it was raining and we'd run out into the rain and laugh and then run back and we kept doing it. And he looks over at me, he looks up at me and he goes, I'm gonna remember this forever. And I was like, I for sure am gonna remember this forever (laughs) because it was such an amazing moment. So do you see that? Like, It brought an emotion to me. This is the whole point. So we start stacking these positive emotions and feeling good, just giving ourselves some breaks just to feel good. So imagine those wonderful things that your kids have said to you. Imagine the times you've laughed, the games you've played, um. Just feel those. Just get into the yummy, yummy feeling. Deep breath. And out. And now let's consider, so we're circling back into what we did with the focus, that life is happening for us. That things are lining up. That the things that we know, the things that we've learned, the things that we've experienced, the things that have happened in our lives are adding up to our perfect life. The thing that we want. The thing that we were we're striving for. How we want to live in the world. Imagine that it's all stacking up one after another to support you in the life that you want to live. Okay. All right. So that was step two. And then step three, unfuck your beliefs. (laughs) This is one of my favorite ones. So you can learn all these things. You can learn like You could be doing the gratitude, the morning routines. You like, but then what happens when you don't feel like it and you don't do a morning routine for three days in a row and then you're a crazy fucking bitch? I've been there. (laughs) What, like, it's exhausting. It feels exhausting. Like, you start learning all these things and you start doing them and they work and you feel better and things are going better and you're like in this momentum place and then all of a sudden you're like, but you kind of get off of it. Maybe you stop working out or you, you stop doing the thing, the thing that works for you. Right. And then all of a sudden you're like two weeks out and you're like, oh, man, I feel like a depressed blob. What's happening? You're like, oh, I haven't been doing my gratitude. I haven't been doing blah, blah, blah. So the next level of it is unfucking your beliefs. It's literally going around and finding the beliefs that are dragging you down. So for me, like it was I was unlovable. God hated me and life was hard. Those were my like three core beliefs about myself, my higher power and the world. Right, now, those beliefs were getting proved to me all the time. Things were always hard. I had so much evidence about how hard everything fucking was. um uh, I had a lot of evidence that God hated me. i you know it was like uh things blowing up, car accidents, um uh, my childhood, lots of things. I had lots of things, and then that I was unlovable, right? I mean, men cheating on me um you know, uh, really painful relationships and people leaving me. Like I had so much evidence that I wasn't lovable, right? All the way down to like, I didn't have like a clicky friends group. Like I wasn't in that kind of a thing. Like I had so much uh, evidence for those things. And guess what? I continued to collect evidence for those things all the time, all the time. It wasn't until I really took on those beliefs, shifted them. And you're like, okay, great, Cherry. So how do I do that? So I would say absolutely get into my course, happy as fuck, because I absolutely take you through, step by step, how to shift your beliefs. And this isn't like a pretend thing. This is literally, this isn't like, okay, so I'm lovable. so I'm just gonna say, I'm lovable, I'm lovable, I'm lovable. And hey, any little bit you can do, if you can do, if you can believe it at all, an affirmation can be useful for you. I will give you a little tip here. If you can't, like if you, absolutely know with your whole soul that you're ugly and you say your affirmation is I'm beautiful your brain is going to immediately go no you're not so one way around it is to ask questions how am I beautiful in what ways am I beautiful and your brain will go hunt it down like Google oh well your hair is lovely or you know what I mean like your soul is gorgeous like (laughs) you'll start getting some of these answers um that was just an aside but with your beliefs this is an actual process that I, again, over tons of modalities, tons of time, tons of money paid, I put it together across, and there's little bits from all different things, um, so it's not all unique to me, um, but it is unique in the way that it is all put together. And you, you literally get clear on these beliefs and then you can rewire them, okay? And that's the deal, once you rewire it, so truly when I went from I am unlovable, no one will ever love me to I'm lovable as fuck, of course people love me. Uh you can imagine that those beliefs provide me a very different life. Living over here, or living, you know, in the I'm unlovable versus living in I'm lovable, very different life. Very different relationship, very different like friendships, very different in my head, okay? So Unfuck your beliefs is the next part. And it's not something I would, because I, it is a process. You need to commit to it because it takes, it's like, you know, day one, you've got some stuff. Day three, you've got some stuff. Day seven, day 21, like, and you we are practicing in there. So it's absolutely needs to be in a container. So if that's for you and you're like, okay, yes, I'm here for this, then get in that course. it'll be in the show notes. Description. Okay, so step four is up level your set points. So one of the ones I recommend starting with is happiness or energy. Either one of those, because as we bring more energy to things, like it changes the way that it goes. Think about <laughs> if you're trying to get a task done. Even like, let's say fold the laundry. Okay, this is like an everyday task. Lots of people have to do it. So you've got this big pile of laundry sitting on your couch. And your energy is like, <clears throat> and you're like, oh my gosh, I can just, I just want to like binge watch some TV and I have no, I can't, nothing. And like, okay, I should fold the clothes. So you're like folding the clothes <laughs> or maybe then you stop and then you see you've got some folded and some not, right? That's a low energy way to approach that. But let's say you're like in this great place and you're like, oh man, the day's been so great and I'm feeling so good. Oh, this laundry pile, I would like to get it off of my couch so that my living room looks nicer. So I feel more space, right? I literally am going to create myself some space. And so then you're like, oh, I'm going to pop on a show that I really like or I'm going to listen to music and dance as I fold. And you're just like, boom, boom, boom. And you get it all folded and put away. And then it's like, whoa, there's some space in your living room that you just created for yourself. (laughs) It's energy matters in your business, in your relationship. Like, oh, let's talk date night, right? <laughs> you show up date night like um, frazzled and like uh, stressed and just over it all <laughs> versus you show up to your date night excited to spend some time with your partner, just you and them tuning in, having fun, laughing, like it's a whole other vibration, literally from your own energy. And this is a little tip I will give to you. Your energy is an amazing tool because whoever has the biggest energy in the room runs the room. Uh, one more time. Whoever has the biggest energy in the room runs the energy in the room. So have you ever walked into a place where like people are like bickering or, and it's like the whole, like it just feels ugh, heavy. And then you walk in and you were maybe feeling good. And all of a sudden you're like, whoa. So good news for all you fellow powerhouses out there who have big old tails swinging around with your energetic tail. You can affect the energy of any room no matter who's in it. Because you, if you intentionally do it. So I started doing this when my son was younger. You know, and like, you know, sometimes kids get mad. They really are throwing it like a big fit. They're really struggling. And at first I didn't know what to do. Like, I'm like, ah, you know. But over time, I got really clear that if I brought this, like, if I got grounded and really grateful, I didn't have to say a lot. I just literally was so much so in that feeling that over time, a little bit of time together, just sitting there with him, he would start to ease off. It would start to pull back because people need to feel their emotions. So I'm not saying that, but you know what I'm talking about? I know your moms know where their emo- their emotions are so scary and big and painful. And yeah, they need to feel their emotions, but we also need to help, man- help them learn to manage their emotions, right? And so that was me. I sat next to him and I just extruded like really felt grateful and really calm. And it's like, ooh, he just eased off a little bit. And then he was still able to feel his feelings, but not have it be quite so scary. So that's what I mean. Your energy is a true gift. So up-leveling your energy set point means that you walk into a room full of gossip, the gossip automatically stops. It happens around me all the time. (laughs) Like, people start, or like, stop complaining (laughs) mid-sentence. And I'm not even saying anything. I'm not like, oh, gosh, you guys shouldn't complain. No, it's nothing like that. It's literally just the energy I bring. And I naturally start directing the things to, to what's working, to how we want it to be. Um, and it's okay to get clear on what's not working. But it's not okay for me to stay there. To Some people stay there, it feels like, for years. And that's the thing. I just not, I'm not here for that. So, self-love Self-care tips for self-love. Decide, focus, unfuck your beliefs, and up-level your set points. (laughs) In case no one has told you yet today, you are lovable as fuck just the way you are. To send me your questions or stories, email me at lovableafshow at gmail.com. If you love the show, please comment, like, and subscribe if you're on YouTube, and if you're listening on the podcast, please leave a review and subscribe help me get this show in front of more women who need to know that they are lovable as fuck just as they are. Check out the show notes or go to be lovableaf.com. That's B-E-L-O-V-E-A-B-L-E-A-F.com for more of how to unfuck yourself, love yourself, and be happy no matter your size. I said it before and I will say it again. You are lovable as fuck just as you are.